Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This evening, as we continue into our Lenten season studying the Lord's Supper, we'll be singing a hymn called Lord Jesus Christ, Life-Giving Bread. Last night I had the privilege of singing this hymn at All Saints Lutheran Church in Slippery Rock, and I couldn't help but be stunned by one of the verses again that fits so perfectly with our dear sister Viola and her love for Good Shepherd Sunday, knowing herself to be one of those tiny little lambs that our Lord was keeping in his precious arms and bringing into his heavenly pasture. The verse is this, To pastures green, Lord, safely guide. To restful waters lead me. Your table well for me provide. Your wounded hand now feed me. Though weary, sinful, sick, and weak, refuge in you alone I seek to share your cup of healing. That was her prayer. It fits so perfectly, I could not help but give it to you today. For what is life's goal if not to rest in the arms of Jesus? To forsake all worldly goods and possessions, all things that we love here on earth, to find refuge in Christ alone for the weak and the humble. Those who have faith in him will surely find that blessed cup of healing. Some find it when they are young. Others grow into it as they become old. And they watch many of the things that they had been attached to disappear with age. Others don't see this clearly until the very end. But thanks be to God that we had such a great witness of the faith for 93 years in our dear sister Viola. I am certain that for her it was to die and live with Jesus. That was her life's goal. This stanza of the hymn was her prayer. And while she yet walked with us here on earth, she prayed for the Savior, Jesus Christ, to safely lead and guide her into his holy temple, his blessed sanctuary. While she was with us, she found it here in this congregation. She came, confessed her sins, heard the word of absolution, received the word of God to encourage her, and partook here at this altar of the Savior's body and blood, the bread of life come down from heaven, a life-giving bread which gave to her eternal life. She found these restful waters flowing here from Christ's riven side. She listened to the voice of her Savior, calling the weak, the humble, the repentant, those hungering and thirsting for righteousness, and she came. She came. To the Lord she came. For she saw this table set before her in the midst of a world full of enemies, in the midst of the attacks of the devil, in the midst of all of the trials that she has had to face. She saw the Lord prepare a table in her midst. And in the body and blood of Jesus, she found her peace. But that life's journey did not end for her when she could no longer come to this church. It didn't. It still remained with her 
This prayer still true as the day that she first would have believed it. It continued in her home, for in this place, as beautiful as it is, was never the ending place of her rest. She found rest in Christ. And so she would invite me over to continue to bring to her the word and the sacrament. For what is more blessed at your end than to be continuing in the Savior's peace, in his refuge? What is at life's end for the Christian? It is a new and blessed life. The place of never-ending green pastures, but at the feet of Jesus himself. The restful waters go clear to the horizon. No eye has quite been able to understand or see it. And the marriage feast, which has begun here on earth, is there fulfilled and completed the Lamb's high feast. Filled with such exuberant joy and celebration, for there, standing before God, she is served by the wounded hands of her Savior, now glorified. As Job said, I shall see with my own eyes, and not another, I shall see my Savior. Jesus was waiting for Viola. When it came to her end, it was just the beginning. For Christ ushered his little lamb into his blessed and heavenly rest, prepared for all the faithful who are weary and heavy laden and who find their refuge in him alone. For 93 years, she waited for this, sometimes with patience, sometimes praying for the Lord to be quick, but she waited. She was here as Christ's child as Christ's little sheep. She did not wait, however, with idle hands. John Mark, she nurtured you as a child, loved you, even as you called her every day, she would tell me about how faithful you were. She watched you grow into a man, have a family of your own, and she loved and cared for you. She took on many of the people here in this congregation in the same way, loving us as a member of her dear family, inviting us into her home, sharing her meals with us, praying for us, sending a birthday card, which I'm sure many of you have received in the mail. She was honest with us, very honest at some times. She told me my signature after every one of my newsletters looked worse than a doctor's. So I stopped signing the newsletters. But in every little task that she was was given, she took it with the utmost care and reverence, for she was serving unto the work of the Lord. As many have commented, she took care of the altar wares, the cloths, and made them as bright as white and perfectly folded and ironed so that they could be used in service of blessing others with Christ's body and blood. But even though she served, she was also a witness. She was a witness to the work of the Lord in this congregation to deliver souls from the jaws of the wolf, to find for many places of refuge. She rested in Christ And she yet desired all of us to find our rest in Christ. Being that she was in this congregation for her whole life, as I have been told, 
she saw a great number of baptisms. She watched the young children who once scurried through this church now kneel and receive the Holy Communion that they had longed for. She would again watch them grow older and come again to kneel before this altar to receive the gift of holy matrimony. She laughed with you all and cried with you through your losses. She comforted you with the comfort with which she has received. She watched over the years as many moved away, and in those that still stayed, they became so close, having become not only endeared to this place, but also to one another. As she sat in the pew right over here, she watched as many of her close friends were laid to rest. For 93 years is a long time. Life goes by faster than you may think. And just a few weeks ago, I sat across from the table of her and she showed me her wedding pictures in her living room from 1951. Many, if not all of you, received a blessing from her. She taught us how to be patient in life and yet at the same time continue to plea for the Lord's final gift of being ushered into the life that is to come. In the midst of Lent, we are journeying to the cross by the way of Christ's life, and so we hear about his death. That is the very heart of the Christian life, the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because by his death we have life, that is what Jesus proclaimed to you today. I am the good shepherd, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Death doesn't discriminate between young or old, weak or strong, not even man or God. For all face death, even as Christ, God in the flesh, did. But see how all do not face it alike. The Holy Spirit taught Viola all her life that death was no longer the feared enemy. For Jesus had rendered our own death dead by his death. Jesus did not give his life for the sheep so that they would still have to conquer death leaving whether they live or die eternally to some chance or some uncertain battle. He said, all who believe in me shall live, even though they die. St. Paul writes to us as well. He says, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am Persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor anything in all created things shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So you may have seen Viola these past few months growing weaker and more frail but her strength was still there. Her strength was not in her body, it was in the faith that she had in Christ's death and resurrection. She did not need physical strength, and nor do you. The only strength that conquers death is faith in Christ. And that comes through the mercy of God as a gift. He granted her to hear and know that since it was Jesus who led her, she needed to fear no evil, because he was with her. 
His rod and his staff would comfort her, for she would protect, be protected from all dangers. She needed no strength of her own to make it through the valley of the shadow of death, for it was Christ who was guarding her, the one who would lay down his life for her, and did. Therefore, she could confidently say to me just a couple weeks ago, at that same table, Pastor, with that long pause of contemplation, I am not afraid to die. Anyone may have looked at Viola as she came into church, weak and frail in the outer body, year after year, suffering many injuries and maladies and yet still coming to church. But maybe what your eye could not have so quickly picked up on was that inside she was at peace, reclining at the table of Christ, and this hope of the resurrection through the cross of Christ freed her from any dreadful fear of eternal death. And she took the time each week for many years to continue to pray for us, that we would be helped in our time of weakness, just as she was. I'll tell you this past week on Friday, though the devil is hungry like a wolf, for the, to devour the hope of Christians. In room 116, the devil was nowhere to be found, for the word of God prevailed. The hymns which you sing today are the hymns that we sang to her that day. He wasn't there in that room. He wasn't in the hallway. He wasn't across the hall with those who were listening to us. He was gone. He could not stand in the presence of where Christ was. For a handful of saints gathered before the bed, holding that dear Lamb of God, commending her into his arms, letting the word of God, prayer, and hymns fill that room and ascend to heaven. The things which God promises to his faithful are not always seen with our eyes on this side of glory. They're not always held with our hands, tasted with our tongues, heard with our ears, or smelled with our noses. But they will come. The green pastures, the fresh air of the new creation, the cool waters as they run down, the blessed marriage feast of the Lamb, we shall receive it. We must only be patient and endure in this life in the strength of faith in Christ. Easter is right around the corner for us, but you have no need to skip ahead to the resurrection just yet. Go to the place where the shepherd lays down his life for the sheep on Good Friday. Hear that he has atoned for all of your sins, and draw comfort in his death, because that is the death that renders your death dead. And then come as the tender lambs, resting in the wounds of Christ, and come to Easter and see how Jesus suffers no more and offers us to suffer no more in him with the peace that comes through the resurrection of the dead and everlasting life. Mourn as those who have hope through the blood of Jesus and in his baptism and in his resurrection, 
Find your peace as this tender Lamb of God has done. In Jesus' name, amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all our understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord.